you are about to enter another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. Well, not of sight. It's only an audio podcast. And also not really of mind. The jokes are fairly lowbrow. At any rate, join your hosts, Adam Socher and Alex Pickle, as they relay to you their very own narratives to confuse. I went to a uh, Christo-shamanistic transfiguration ceremony. That sounds radical. Did you turn a mouse into a teacup? No. Um, so... So Christo shamanistic transfiguration ceremony. It was a it was a group meditation. Cool. Um, led by a Jesus shaman. Okay. Okay. All he, right. He's a Christian shaman. He's just spec differently. I understand. Yeah, yeah. He, he's uh, like a priest and a shaman. Like he's a dual. He's dual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like yeah. He's just dual class. Multi-class, yeah, he's, yeah. He's multi class. Yeah, yeah. Um. So there's like yeah, thirty people under this tent by the river. Cool. And, in a uh, tent down by the, the river. river. Yes. Alright. Uh, you know, it's like one of those, like, it was a big tent. Like, yeah, no, it wasn't closed in. Like, it was open size. Like a wedding. Yeah, like a wedding. Yeah, like yeah, a reception yeah. kind of deal. Yeah. Um, a lot of, a lot of these things set up. There's like cool. 12 of them. Different yeah. sessions going on all the time. So, so we, uh, starts with this guy. He's, um, you know, bald, beard, mm-hmm. uh, poncho. Great. Over just like gym shorts and a t-shirt. Absolutely. Um, and he uh, kind of gives us a rundown because there's there's the ro- the room the the tent was about evenly split between like half of the people that were there were like yeah we're shamans the other, or whatever and the other half of the people that were there were like we saw this thing on the schedule and we want to know what it's about <laughs> so yeah which was which was me yeah. uh, but like you so were one of the shamans I, I was one of the shamans and by the end of it. You're a I'm in it. I'm in it, man. I'm all about the shamans. Right. But but so so he starts. He welcomes the the directions, okay, uh, and the elements into the space. Oh, like the cardinal directions. The cardinal directions. Neat. Did they so, show? So he. <laughs> so he. Is he, that offensive? He, I don't know. Maybe I don't know, I, we talked a lot about what's offensive this week oh, too. Right. Yeah. yeah cool. So I learned so much. Um. So. Cool. So the shaman, he faces... You're ready to shatter that in a little bit with my story. He faces the east, and he welcomes the east and the wind, and he has this, like, assistant shaman, who's this tiny little girl, not little, I mean, she's not a girl. She's small. She's a small... She's She's a a small small female. Female. She's probably in her 20s. Okay, yeah. But, like, very tiny. And she's, like, she's taking this, like, colored powder and throwing it in the direction that he's speaking to. Was it four different colors? Uh, all yellow. Okay. All right. Uh, so she, they, they welcome the east and the wind. Okay. And then the south and fire. Okay, I figured, yeah. And then the west and water, and the north and earth. I would have think I would have gone west and, and earth. Alliteration, I feel like, is what they went Maybe. with. Maybe. I would have gone with west and earth, because it's opposite of, of the air. Right. Okay. That's true. Yeah, That's true. You know, whatever, though. Um, but yeah, north, north was the earth. Um, right. and so... So we did that, and then we we did uh, this like other like kind of entry meditation deal um, that one of the other shamans that was there did. Uh, it was like a real simple just breathing exercise, and then we. I, I don't know how I feel about how how quickly I became normalized to the to the term shaman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, me neither. I feel real good about it actually. So so then the head shaman, he. Um, leads us in this visualization meditation. So we close our eyes, and he, there's a river running, you know, mm-hmm. right beside this the whole camp, really. But like where we're at, we can see it. And he he says, you know, he wants us to in the in the meditation go down into the river and visualize getting in the water. Okay. Uh, and he's like, if you need like a boat or a whatever, like whatever you a raft a boat a yacht whatever right. you feel like getting in right. or you can just get in the water and swim if you want either one okay and we go we in the meditation we go down the river what did you think what did I you swam I was just like whatever I'm, I'm, I'm swimming so I swam and so so we float down the river mm. and we go around a bend and we get out on this bank in Jerusalem neat real fast it's the power of 
visualization and yes. imagination. And so, um, and I'm not sure if you're familiar shamas. with the story in the in um, in the Bible you know of the I'm transfiguration. <laughs> uh, but the story of the Bible of the transfiguration is Jesus takes three of his disciples up onto a mountaintop. Uh huh. And they see him split into three people. Cool. And, and, then, glow. They, and, then, and then the boss music starts. <laughs> they have to fight him. Uh, yeah. He's a shaman. <laughs> so Jesus splits into uh, Moses, Elijah, right. and okay. Jesus. Okay, but still one of them is Jesus. Okay. Still one of them is Jesus. And they have a conversation with each other that is not recorded. It's just they know that... They, they had this conversation okay. and then God's voice from heaven okay. says like, this is my son. Listen to what he says or whatever. Okay. And then the disciples freak out. They're okay. like, holy shit. Blah, blah, blah. We got to, um, make some, uh, temples or, uh, altars or blah, blah, blah. Jesus is like, nah. Both sound shamany. Okay. And, and Jesus is like, nah. And they just go down the mountain. That's the story. Oh, uh, they came up with that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, nah, fuck temple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's cool. like, I don't want to, uh, nah. You don't need that. Right. So, which, the thing about the story that's always gotten me is Moses and Elijah were like, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years before Jesus. Yeah. And like, how did they know what Moses and Elijah looked like? No clue. No idea. So, anyway. <laughs> side note. Uh, and whenever then, they scrolled over, it was on right, the name. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it up above. Yeah. So, so, in the meditation, though... We go up with them. Okay. We see Jesus transfigure, and then we are transfigured. Into who? We just Whoever glow. We just glow. Oh. And like, or like. I was hoping one of you was going to be Danny DeVito. I, if, if I'm being honest, at this point, I kind of got distracted. Because <laughs> you were like, I really wish I had transfigured well, into Danny DeVito and. Um, <laughs> and Charlie Day. And so. I was going to think of a black guy. Uh, uh, Danny Glover. So All right, sure. Uh, so, um, but, but the reason I was getting distracted is that another tent nearby, um, was a, a different session, uh, called laughing yoga. Oh no. Why? And this, this is was, some hippie ass shit. It's the hippiest thing I've ever done in my life. Neat. Um, and I, I loved everything. That's really interesting. It. Yeah. So, so anyway, then after the, the, after Where the visualization this? in, uh, hot springs, North Carolina. Cool. And so after the visualization exercise, we, um, the, the, the like colored powder from earlier mm-hmm. makes a reappearance because, uh, she starts passing out colored powder to everyone Okay, neat. and there's different colors and she wants us or they want us to bless the other attendees. Ah. So we walked around throwing powder at people. So it's saying, just that Indian you. color festival thing. <laughs> yeah. After all. It's exactly Neat. that. Okay. Like that's where it came from. That's what, that's exactly okay. what it was. They got shamans over there probably. I mean, yeah, that's uh, Nepal. Maybe. where the yeah. shamans are from. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so that was, that was pretty good. I thought they were from Dranor. <laughs> I don't know a lot about shamans. But, but the other thing that was fun that we did, um, is every night, at 11, there were, well, from 11 to 2 o'clock in, in the morning. Uh-huh. Uh, so it starts with, there's an hour of beer and hymns. Cool. Um, so there's a beer tent open all day, every day. Uh-huh. Uh, but at 11 o'clock, we have beer and hymns, which is essentially just 300 people under a tent drinking beer okay. and yelling hymns at each other. Oh, like, the same hymns. The same, we're singing all the same hymns. Okay. And actually, yeah, it, but like there's like, like two guys with a guitar and a guy with kind of a drum in the okay. middle, and they have a hymn. They had like hymnals they printed. Okay. okay. Um, but you're all white, so it's just screaming. No, we weren't all. No, white. you weren't all white. No, no, no. There, that was, makes sense. It was mostly white. Okay. Um, but not all white. Okay. I mean, there's probably. I'm just using my my limited uh, uh, white people church interaction, sure, which yeah, is yeah. just vaguely right, kind right. of talking. At yeah, yeah. It was um. Yeah, they actually had... I say white people like I'm not white. Right. Well, you could... I'm not church. We're not... Yeah, I'm white. True. So, but, okay, so then, after Beer and Hymns, again, not all white people, yes. but mostly white people, this sure. next thing called the Silent Disco. Oh, f- was saying something about yes. that. Ah, oh, fuck, I gotta cut that out. We're My wife. This, by the way. So... This is our... Welcome to the... Welcome to the Narratives to Confuse podcast. We're talking about our week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, this is all, so this the, all in, by the way. So the silent as disco. As you said shaman, I was already <laughs> Okay, good. First time. Uh, <laughs> so silent disco 
everyone gets headphones. Yeah. And there's a DJ. Is DJ, it the same music? Yes. Okay, that's what I couldn't remember. Yeah, DJ Ben Wright. Oh, that is a, that's a minister-ass name. <laughs> that's a reverend name. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So he's he's uh, on the ones and twos. Mixmaster, the Reverend Ben Wright. Um, and yeah, so we just had like a dance party for two hours. Oh. And if you walked up on it, you were like, "What the? <laughs> what is going on?" I heard uh, that they've had those. It's like silent rave or silent disco yeah, yeah. sort of thing, where it's not the same music. It's just listen to whatever. You right, want. bring your own like, like iPod. Bring your own. Like you yeah. don't have to listen to anybody else's shitty yeah. music. Just dance your own music. Right. I, Which, I, that that I think could have been really. But fun this too. one's a little more thematic, so I understand. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's really, yeah. It makes it weird only for the people that walk up on it. It's not yeah. like when you're when you're in it. It's like not that and, weird, and it makes like, sense because everybody's dancing to the same music, right? So it's not like what are you what are you do. And it's <laughs> also like weird. it's you know this outdoor festival, yeah. And there's a lot of old people there. Oh, that's good. Like a lot of old, Neat. a lot of old people, and they sleep. You know. Okay. So like, it wasn't waking anyone up. Oh, that's the point of that. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's good. Right. Did a lot of old people go to the shaman park? Yes. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Actually. It's the the sixties are alive and well. That makes sense. At this yeah. festival. It seems like the old people that you wish wouldn't be nudist would be the same ones as the shamans. <laughs> yeah. It seems. Yeah, like I think that. I think that's crossover. probably. There's 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 a Venn diagram that that has a lot of overlap there. Cool. Yeah. So that's what you've been doing. That's what I did this podcast. week. Yeah. Which may or may not come out. Uh, once again, <laughs> welcome to Narrative to Confused. Maybe the first episode, my computer fucked up, uh, so the net the first one never went up, and it may never go up. We'll see. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully, uh, I liked it, but uh, I feel like we peaked in the first episode. <laughs> we may have. I don't know. We had shamans already in this we, one. We did. We did. Okay, so, uh, Narratives to Confuse, uh, you may or may not have listened to the first episode if it exists. Uh, this is a uh, comedy-ish podcast. <laughs> an attempted comedy it, podcast. It's an attempted comedy podcast. Uh, my name is Adam. And I'm Pickle. He's Pickle. Um, we tell each other stories. So each time, I was going to say week, that's definitely not true. Each time we tell each other stories, uh, we each pick uh, a topic. This week I picked uh, Guardian Angels and Pickle picked Truth Serum. Mm -hmm. And we each get a genre. Randomized genre? Yeah, randomized genre assigned to us. I got sports movie. And I got, um, what did we end up calling it? Journal entries. Journal entries. Journal entry periodical. Periodical. Yeah. Like a lab entry or a journal. Yeah, something with, as long as it starts with a date. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, start it. Captain Django. <laughs> Captain Logs. Captain Logs. Yeah. Um, but those are randomly signed, so our stories have to be in that style and incorporate each both of the topics. Yes. So, to, so the stories are about both Truth Serum and Guardian, Guardian Angels. Angels this week. Last week, uh, if you heard it, once again, week. If I say week, just assume I mean time. It could be years. Last time <laughs> was Dinosaurs and <laughs> Midlife Crises. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, Adam had adventure story and I had, um, Mushu. <laughs> like, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, like Chinese fantasy, like, Wuxia, Wuxia. Uh, martial art fiction. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah, Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, Kung Fu Panda. Alright. It's Kung Fu Panda 4. So, uh, we kind of heard what you did last week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. one of the reasons why we hadn't recorded is because you've been doing all kinds of stuff. I've been busy. I had pneumonia. Yeah, like, Adam almost died. Pneumonia blows, guys. <laughs> um, I don't know if we said on the last podcast I was going. We were going out of town, which is what we were talking about doing every two weeks. Well, on that trip out of town, I got pneumonia, and I've had pneumonia for like a month. Yeah, so that sucks. Um, and then I'm going out of town again tomorrow. So fuck, fuck Disney. this podcast, Disney World. Because uh, Adam just takes random trips to Disney World. It's my wife's birthday. <laughs> we like Disney a lot. We're Disney bitches. <laughs> Aren't we all? We really this like super okay. So I work at college. I'm not gonna. This is this is really long. Welcome to the really long intro podcast. Um, mm-hmm. skip ahead till you hear music if you're fuck if you don't like us for some reason, but you want to hear stories. Nah, you want to hear it. Weirdos. <laughs> Why did you come here for that? <laughs> um. So this like the end of the day today. This student came in. I work at a college. I think I said a second ago. I work mm-hmm. at the admissions office. And he was like, uh, he was needing some help with his classes, but he was like. Like army tags and like camouflage hat, like buff dude. 
And he saw Disney. He was like, dude, you like Disney? And he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, I fucking love Disney. <laughs> <laughs> fucking love Disney. World. We talked about Disney World for like 30 minutes. It was cool. And he was like, I said, uh, yeah, I got engaged there. He's like, oh, man, that's awesome. That's really cool. That's really cool. <laughs> I said, yeah, we're actually going like tomorrow for my wife Thursday. He's like, oh, congratulations. <laughs> and it was weird because that applied more to the engaged thing. <laughs> But, like, I guess he was congratulating me for oh, having a wife with a birthday or right. for going to Disney. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's, like... It sounded like the former. It's I think it's congratulations for being able to go to Disney World on a Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to fuck around in there on Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday fantastic. Friday. It's going to be great. But, uh, but anyway, let's uh, let's go ahead and get... In, I say go ahead. Like, we haven't been doing this for fucking 45 minutes. Let's go ahead and get into the stories. I feel like we've, we've gotten through this intro pretty quickly. My, uh, again, the topics for this week were uh, Guardian Angel and Truth Serum, so mm-hmm. I had to incorporate those two, and I had the genre or style of, uh, of journal entries slash uh, Captain's Log. Uh, <laughs> Alright, I'm ready. So, so I'm gonna... <clears throat> does your story have a title? It does not. Cool. Do Just... you want to make one up? I don't. Okay. I really, I really don't. I just, okay, cool. I, it doesn't need one. Okay, cool. All right. It just starts, just starts with a date. <clears throat> September 18th, 1903. Dear God, the big kids were mean to me at school today. Mama gave me this book and said that if I write to you in it, you will send me a angle that the ang- and that the angle will protect me from the other kids. Please send the best angle you have <laughs> Because the big kids are really big and mean. I want an angle with big gold wings and giant fists and a sword and with fire powers. Giant fists. Love, Arnie, age seven. I thought our names were really similar for a minute. (laughs) They both start with an A. (laughs) October 1st, 1903. Dear God, thank you for sending me Barachiel. He's the best. When Jack Stevens tried to punch me on Tuesday, Barakiel blocked his punch, and I didn't get hit. Jack broke his hand, and now nobody wants to mess with me anymore. I think I'm the only one that can see him, but that's okay. I told I told Mama about him, and she smiled. She said she knew it would work, and that she was really proud of my faith in the book. We really jumped into this. <laughs> it's the best name, by the way. Thank you. Barakiel said he said I need to keep writing in the book, or else he will go back to heaven. Thanks again, Arnie, age seven. April 6th, 1906. Dear God, Wow, Baracchio has changed everything. I'm running the playground now. Yesterday, I had Baracchio hit three different kids that wouldn't give me their lunch nickel. Oh, shit. Lunch, lunch nickel. Because <laughs> it's the 1900s. Yeah. I got those nickels. I get all the nickels now. <laughs> I asked Baracchio if it was okay to have an angel beat up kids for their lunch nickels. <laughs> and he said it was, he was happy to do it. I guess the nuns at school don't know anything, because they said that punching is a sin. Anyway, I'm going to go take Barakiel down to play baseball with the boys from the neighborhood. He said he'd help me hit a home run. Love, Arnie. Age 10. I fucking love Arnie. Already. <laughs> Slow down now. Nickel, nickels, y'all. <laughs> All those nickels. Uh, November 21st, 1912. <clears throat> Dear God, it's been a while since I've seen Barakiel, but I have something else that I was hoping he could help me with. There's this girl, Ada Meyer. She is smoking hot. Long blonde hair, perfect skin, eyes as blue as mama's pet cat. I'm not sure if he can do this sort of thing, but but I would sure love to go walking with her. Please send Barakiel to help if he can. Thanks, Arnie, age 16. 
the just hold on <laughs> no, it's not anachronism into the word but the fact that you're like oh it's the 1900s he's going walking, walking with yeah, it, yeah, yeah. really making the story I know I mean I was I, I did put a lot of research into oh, this I'm excited about it's it it's historically like accurate that. mostly uh, November 25th 1912 dear god be still my beating heart Barakiel's wingman skills are as good as his fighting skills Anna Meyer wouldn't give me the time of day three days ago and yesterday, she showed up at our apartment, nothing but her knickers and an overcoat. We went to my room, and Barakiel gave me a big thumbs up. If I knew it was that easy, I would have been having Barakiel help me with girls a long time ago. Thanks an angel. so, so, so much. I don't want to spoil it. Arnie, age 16. Shit. <laughs> March 15th, 1913. Barakiel's fucking great. He's on it, man. He's doing good. Doing good work. Uh, dear God, Barakiel has me drowning in nine piece. Not only that. <laughs> Go on. I'm sorry. Forgot about that one. It's been a while since we wrote these. I'm really, I'm really glad. <laughs> sorry. Oh, okay. Alright, a minute, a minute. Uh, not only that. But I'm basically running the school now. I have a gang. Joey, Mikey, and Fat Blanche. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. We're going gonna to have to pause it for a second. Uh, oh, shit. <clears throat> no, I got it. We're good. Okay. Fat Blanche. Uh, <coughs> He's a showstopper. <laughs> okay, all right. Fat Blanche is abroad, but she can punch out anyone. With Barakiel's help, we are raking in lunch nickels and girls. Barakiel said that he only serves me, but when I asked him to, he goes with the gang to shake down the other kids. He said that the book's power is starting to weaken, and that soon I'll have to make a sacrifice. I guess if I had to choose, I'd probably give up the lunch nickels. Thanks. <laughs> Arnie, age 17. That's adorable. <laughs> uh, April 20th, 1913. Whew. Dear God, I quit school last week. Mama said she's so proud of the man I've become. Barakiel hasn't been around for a few days, and Mama said that she knows why and that she can fix it. She said that this time I would have to help. <clears throat> I don't know what that means, but I'd do anything for Barakiel to come back. I'm going to have to get a job now, and it'd be way easier with him around. Oh, we invited Joey and Mikey over to the apartment tomorrow for dinner. Mama said something about a special family recipe. <laughs> Love, Arnie, age 17. April 25th, 1913. Dear God, we killed Joey and Mikey. <laughs> Mama <laughs> said their blood will feed the book and bring Barakiel back. What's Arnie's last name? I haven't gotten there yet. Okay. Sure I enough, guess. it worked. I hope I know what it is. He's back and stronger than ever. I hate that about my gang, though. Mama said Fat Blanche wasn't innocent enough for the ritual. Mama's been teaching me more <laughs> and more stuff. <laughs> Mama, Mama's been teaching me more and more stuff about you in the book. She showed me a room in our apartment that I'd never seen before, which is weird since it's twice as big as any other room we have. She said that soon I'll be learning even more. Boy, the nuns were way off. Thanks, Arnie, age 17. June 29th, 1915. Dear God, Things are starting to get kind of weird. <laughs> starting to. <laughs> I've been spending more and more time in Mother's dark chamber. She taught me all sorts of spells and recipes. Barakiel is helping a lot. Since I'm spending so much time studying in the chamber, he's been making sure that we have money and I don't have to work at the docks anymore. I'm not asking him to rob kids of their lunch nickels anymore, though. Now he's robbing banks. Things are looking great. <laughs> Thanks, Arnold, age 19. <clears throat> August 2nd, 1916. God, I'm beginning to feel lied to. Mother's been killing more and more. Her blue cat cleans that? up when when she's done. I knew that cat was but, the sm- but the smell is still pretty strong. There's also the section of books that she won't let me read. She says that I'm not ready, but I don't believe her. I'm not sure I can trust Barakiel either, since he agrees with Mother all the time. I need to find him the truth. Arnold, age 20. October 5th, 1916. God, I found a solution to my problem. I went through a bunch of mother's books while she was out of the house hunting for her next sacrifice. I found a recipe for a truth potion. 
I believe that if I can give it to her, she will tell me everything I need to know. I'm going to sneak it into her gin and tonic tonight. Soon I'll have answers. Arnold, age 20. October 6th, 1916. She would drink gin and tonic. Marduk. Mother told me everything. She told me that you are not the Christian god at all, but the demon god of the ancient city of Babylon. Oh, God. Barakiel is no angel. He's one of your minor demons. I'm angry with Mother for lying to me, but I'm not saddened by this news. Knowing the true source of my power is liberating. I'm ready to dive deeper into the arcane knowledge that has been passed down from generation to generation. Do it, Arnie. (laughs) I am now the only living member of your church, though I believe this book's power will surge with Mother's blood coursing through its pages. Your servant, Arnold, age 20. Okay. August 8th, 1917. Great Marduk. I have decided to leave the new world to return to the old. The United States has joined the Great War, and I have signed up with the army. Barakiel and I will fight, not in the name of country, but in yours. We will leave the battlefield covered in sacrifices, and fill the book with the greatest power the world has ever known. Your faithful servant, Arnold, age 21. November 12th, 1918. Great and powerful Marduk. The war has ended, and I have decided to defect from the army rather than return to the United States. I have seen the glory of battle, and I want to continue to taste it. With Barakiel, I was invincible. My bullets always found their targets, and Barakiel's sword slew thousands of men. I will, stay in, I will stay in Germany and bask in the despair of these people. Your faithful servant, Arnold, age 22. November 9th, 1923. Lord Marduk, magnificent in darkness. <laughs> I love how gross. <laughs> my German is greatly improved. And I've changed my name to Soundless America. Yeah, you did. Barac- That's not who I thought, but I knew. Barakiel oh. and I have come up with an idea that we believe you will find pleasing. We will start a new war, an even greater war than the Great War. A world war to... <laughs> your eternal servant, Adolf. Whoa! He was Hitler the whole time! It was Hitler! I knew it! For some reason, for some reason, I had him really pegged as Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Even through the demon killing, by the way. I think it was because you said nine piece earlier. No, that's uh, that's uh, slang. No, I knew I thought it would have been a hint. No. Oh man, Hitler was better though. Wait. Don't take that out of context. It was a great story. <laughs> That was a really good story. I forgot. I forgot a lot of it. <laughs> That's the best. I'm going to do that with mine. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Forgive the coughing. Fucking pneumonia. Ah. Uh, uh, probably fine. It's probably fine. Uh, I was supposed to go get another check yesterday, and I never did. Anyway. <laughs> True Serum Guardian Angels both both display just just great. <laughs> Pickles Untitled Story. Thank you. I I think I'm gonna call it uh, <laughs> Hitler Origins Wolverine. <laughs> Spoils it, man. Spoils it. Spoils it in the title. I'm glad you didn't title it. Right, right. Okay, so uh, well, I had the the sports movie uh, <laughs> genre. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna get right into it. Once again, I, I have also probably forgotten some of this from when I wrote it. It's been like a month. Alright. Okay, so the title of my story is 100% Certified Prime Quizmaster. <laughs> I knew the title okay. alone. Is that the whole thing? That's, it, That's right? the name of the title, yeah. <laughs> uh, and you'll see why at first word. Uh, Angus Pendergrass. <laughs> Ang- Angus Pendergrass wasn't handsome, 
or athletic or sociable or artistically inclined in any way. He couldn't sing, dance, paint, fight, bowl, talk to girls, talk to boys, play tennis, draw, eat food without simultaneously breathing through his mouth and letting food fly everywhere, sew, cook, or any other number of things that would enable him to be, at least partially, a non-social pariah at Smallville Town High School, (laughs) home of the wild bull tiger dog cat. They're based in. What's their mascot again? The Wild Bull Tiger Dog Cats. <laughs> they're 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 based in Smallville Town, USA. The school's on Main Street, USA. Okay, good. That's not in the story. That's just world building. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. However, the one thing that Angus prided himself on more than anything was always being the smartest one in the room, like to an annoying degree. Angus was that guy, the one on the valedictorian or bus track, who would just as soon punch his own grandmother in the nuts if he thought it would look good on his Harvard application. That's right. Angus didn't assume whether or not his grandmother had testicles. He'd be damned if some secret dinosaur-filled island was going to look more open-minded than him. Oh, God, that's a callback. <laughs> How do you think that shit looked to Harvard, huh? Some fucking prehistoric landmass showing him up in terms of social consciousness? That wasn't a rhetorical question. How do you think it would look? Pickle? We talked a lot about that. It would look terrible. There was no way some gay-ass island was going to be more socially conscious. Wait. The point is, this dude had a one-track mind. He was a real asshole about it. Every year since he had started high school... Angus had looked forward to only two extracurricular activities held at Smallville Town High. His second favorite... Forget, I, forgot, I forgot about this. His second favorite was a bi-monthly extravaganza. <laughs> bi-monthly is in it, it happens every two months or twice a month? Maybe. <laughs> World building. What, the bi-monthly extravaganza... Let's say, let's say twice every month because okay. that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> extravaganza held in the cafeteria after school an old tradition of the school that the administration was hesitant to shut down despite the fact that usually the only student that bothered to stay and stuff their face with eggs was Angus <laughs> his presence had gradually caused all the other students to stop attending mostly due to the aforementioned chewing issue <laughs> is this just a is this just an event where they eat eggs like extravaganza <laughs> Okay. A shitload of eggs. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have... No, it's just, it's just a shitload of eggs. <laughs> From a time back during the Great War Two, <laughs> World War Two. I don't know. Main Street. American man. Alright, but his favorite event, the one that he had looked forward to every year, was the school's quiz... Well, I've completely forgot about the extravagance. <laughs> I'm just... I can't get over it. Was the school's quiz bowl. <laughs> Who wrote that? Angus always saw this event as a way not only to spice up his Harvard app, but also to definitely gain the respect he deserved from everyone in school this time. (laughs) There was only one problem. The quiz bowl, an activity that should have been tailored to him, was not made up of purely academic questions. This caused Angus, much to his embarrassment and anger, to never make it to the final round of the competition. (laughs) Sure, he can make it through the written test, into the couple and the couple low, or the lowest couple of rounds to, of, of the individual buzzer format, but after that, he seemed to, to stand no chance. I just realized I changed the format halfway through between the beginning and the end. That doesn't make any sense. There's no buzzer. Spoiler. <laughs> just ignore that. There's no fucking buzzer. I love. Later. I love no, there's, there's no buzzer, but apparently it's important that there's no buzzer. Because it's not. I just read it. I'm like. There's no bu- Oh, fuck. <laughs> I just realized how fucked up. Alright. No, that's probably fine. <laughs> sure, he can make it through... Sure, he can make it through the written test in the lowest couple of rounds of the individual buzzer format, but after that, he seemed to stand no chance. How is he supposed to know what basketball team Michael Jackson played for? <laughs> or who won America's Idol? Or what the fuck ever a Zoolander was? Blue Steel? More like Blue Stole. The Quizmaster title from him. <laughs> He's 
not he's not good at stuff. No, 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 I love it. It's I didn't write it. He said it. <laughs> Angus knew that if he was going to win this final year, he would have to lower himself to do the one thing he had never tried: putting his study skills to use on pop culture. Oh, oh boy! I forgot about this too. <clears throat> Just then, Pink Floyd's "Run Like Hell." A song Angus had never heard began to play as he hindered his first ever training montage. <laughs> I, was, I was really into Pink Floyd that week. <laughs> Seemed like a good montage song. Scene after scene, crossfaded in from Angus scratching his head puzzled as he tried to watch and understand the rules to baseball to throwing a controller across the room in frustration while attempting to play Animal Crossing for the first time. <laughs> So mad he threw his controller across the room at Animal he Crossing. Lost Animal Crossing. He's really not good. Attempting <laughs> <laughs> to play Animal Crossing for the first time. To at one point straight up falling asleep while trying to watch the Shawshank Redemption. Which is bullshit, because that movie is gold from start to finish. Kid can't even stay awake to watch an amazing performance by Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I mean, I think that man has earned at least a watch-through before you fucking fall asleep, don't you? Pickle, that was not a rhetorical question. Yeah. Keep up. I know, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, he's... Yeah, right. he does. <laughs> what a fucking nerd. Not you. No, I can say Finally, Angus realized that he was getting nowhere and slowly closed his eye. Or, or he didn't close shit. And realized he was getting nowhere, and slowly his eyes began to tear up. I don't know where I got clothes from. He went from whimpering, to crying, to weeping, to straight up ugly ass sobbing. In his despair, he cried out, I just want everyone to know how much better I am than them. I need a miracle. For the record, I had no idea what voice he was going to have. At least he's not strong at this time. That on, on mic on the last one, we, 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 we did. Okay. I think we did. He turned his screwed up, he turned his screwed up mid cry face to the sky and declared, If there's anyone up there, I need you to give me what I deserve. I need someone or something to help me take my rightful place as quiz master. I still don't know anything about pop culture, and the quiz bowl is tomorrow. <laughs> Crazy high on pneumonia medicine. I don't fucking Nyquil or some shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, right. God. Who's going who's who's to be the guardian angel? I'm so ready for this. I think you're going to like his name. It's not a reference. It's just a good name. Okay. Right. Suddenly, <coughs> Angus heard a crash of thunder and saw a blinding light, both seeming to originate from inside his closet. Slowly, he crept over to the handle and slid the door aside. Inside his closet stood a short, thin old man, dressed in pristine white robes. Oh, hello, you must be the young Pendergrass boy, said the man in a jolly manner. Yes, that's me, said Angus, not questioning any of this in order to move the plot along. (laughs) Lovely, said the old man. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Bumsley. And I've been assigned as your guardian angel for the time being. Now I understand that you've had a bit of an issue in the past. <coughs> finding the right answers to some quiz questions during some big, potentially life-changing competition. Is that right? Angus responded, Yes, that's right. I already know how much smarter I am than everyone at school. But this quiz ball is my chance to show them all before we graduate. <laughs> I've been humiliated every year on account of the stupid technicality that I don't know any useless trivia. (laughs) Jeez, kid, it sounds like you really aren't getting the concept of a trivia contest, (laughs) said Bumsley. (laughs) What? said Angus. What? 
said Bumsley almost simultaneously. <laughs> the two stared back at each other for some time. Anyway, I think I've got a little something in my sack here that can help you out, continued Bumsley, reaching into his deep into his robes to produce a small vial of dark liquid. Wait, where did you pull that from? asked Angus. I told you, my sack, replied Bumsley. But you don't have a sack, countered Angus. Oh yes, I do, said Bumsley. The two stared silently at each other again. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) After several more minutes of silence, Bumsley started again. Anyway, in this little vial is what I like to call magic truth serum. Anyone who drinks it has no choice but to tell the truth and only the truth for 24 hours. And I don't mean any of that what one believes to be true shit either. No siree, this baby makes it so so that when you answer a question, you are only able to say what is objectively true. Whether or not you would know that shit in the first (laughs) place, it's dope as hell. (laughs) So you're saying that if I drink this stuff, I'll be sure about all the answers to the quiz bowl tomorrow? Asked Anglis excitedly. I'm playing fast and loose with true serum. <laughs> I mean, I feel like in it works in small town, Smallville, USA. Smallville town. Smallville town. I it's close. Yeah, it could work that way. The Thunder Cougar Frappenberg. So I, don't, <laughs> I don't remember their name. I think it was the Wild Bull Cats or something. something. Wild Bulldog Cat. Catman. Cat. Member pick. Yeah. Yeah. It works. <laughs> oh yes, I can guarantee that you won't just be a, be sure about the answers. You'll be absolutely positive, Bumsley replied as he turned to the camera and gave a knowing wink. That's for all you listeners who are listening to this episode for the second time or more. If you're in this on, on this story for the first time, feel free to save this joke to enjoy in the future. <laughs> oh boy, exclaimed Angus. <laughs> You'll get it. I'll explain it later. <laughs> exclaimed Angus before he grabbed the vial and shot the liquid back with a grimace. But be careful when deciding to use it because it can be a real double-edged sword if you don't think about the consequence. Oh, I see you already drank it while I was talking. (laughs) That's fine. I've kind of figured you would do something like that. So I'll just let you find out the consequences later. Okay, I'm leaving now. I might see you later or maybe I won't. Bye! (laughs) And with another flash of light and clap of thunder, the old man was gone. Oh boy. The next day, Angus arrived at school ready to finally dominate the quiz bowl and definitely gained everyone's respect this time, probably, maybe. As usual, he was able to move past the first round of written tests easily, seeing as they mostly consisted of questions related to fucking dumb nerd shit, like math or whatever. (laughs) Who wrote this story? I don't remember this. The second round, however, was where he always faulted. The top 25 students were sat on the stage of the auditorium and were called up in order to answer various questions. You know, spelling bee, spelling bee style. No Not buzzers. <laughs> no one would have noticed. I shouldn't have called it up. This, this round of questions was also where non-academic topics started getting pulled in. Which is the reason Angus always got fucked over. But not this year, he muttered to himself. That's a mutter. He muttered to himself as he smacked his lips. Remembering the awful taste of... He's not good at muttering. He's, he smacked his lips, remembering the awful taste of the truth serum. All the other contestants backstage slowly inched away from this creepy behavior. Because the man doesn't know how to mutter. Well, and also he was just going... But <laughs> not... Loudly saying, you're just loudly smacking. I can see why he's popular. <laughs> I made his, I made him as hateable as possible because otherwise he's just shitting on a nerd. <laughs> so I'm like, this guy's an asshole. <laughs> That's storytelling. <laughs> Take notes, everyone. <laughs> Listeners. Every other student in the school that wasn't taking part in the quiz bowl at this point filed into the auditorium to watch because they were told they had to, even if they'd honestly rather just be doing homework at this point. Because going to the auditorium to watch stuff you're told to watch in high school fucking blows. (laughs) Preach. As the room finally filled up, the lights dimmed and the school 
I forgot about this. The school's principal walked onto the stage. I don't know if you'll get this, but somebody will get all these references. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, walked onto the stage to begin the competition. All right, y'all, listen up, said Principal Waltrip in his trademark-friendly drawl. As soon as Vice Principal Harbit drops the green flag over here, we're going to get this year's Smallville Town High School Quiz Bowl officially started. You ready, Kevin? He asked, gesturing towards the VP. You got it, Daryl, replied Kevin, as he began to wave the flag he was holding. All right, looks like we've got the green flag dropping. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go quizzing, boys. Did you get it? <laughs> no. I feel like why they did it. Is it Ricky Bobby? Look up, it sounds look like up, Ricky Bobby. Look up Daryl Walter up. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Okay, hold on. Don't do it now. Do it later. Okay. I'll try to do it later. Someone, that joke's for someone <laughs> who will love it. That joke's for like my dad. He's not going to listen to this. Alright boys, let's go quizzing. The important part is the boogity boogity boogity. <laughs> look it up. Go look up Daryl Walter at boogity boogity boogity. Okay, Every race. Not now. <laughs> talking to the talking to the audience. I'm really curious. I'm okay, alright, right. we're quizzing, we're quizzing. He's a race commentator for NASCAR. Oh, okay. He says that before every race. Boogity, boogity, boogity. That's his, like, trademark. Whenever the green flag drops, he goes, boogity, 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 let's go racing, boys. <laughs> that's terrible. Once again, that's not that's not for you. It's for some, It's for me. That's a joke for me. <laughs> Landed. Well, I said Ricky. I, I said, is it Ricky Bobby? Yeah, he might so have been I, in that movie. So I was close. Yeah, he might have been in Talladega. <laughs> I do what you were I think, alluding I think to. He was either... I think he was... I think he was a voice in... I think he was in that and I think he was a voice in Cars. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So he's just in every NASCAR thing that I know. He's just NASCAR all the things. Alright, cool. Anyway. There you go. Back into uh, it. Let's go quizzing and boys exclaimed the principal over the cheers of the student body who were suddenly really invested in this for some reason. <laughs> one by one, the competitors easily answered the question posed to them until it came to Angus's turn. Nervously our Hero? Walked up to the front of the stage where he would finally find out Bumsley's. Finally find out if Bumsley's truth serum would work. Wait. He really, really hoped it worked. Wait. Okay, never mind. How long has he been under the effects of this at this point? It's not important. Okay. <coughs> Next up is Angus Pendergrass. Oh, this is Daryl Walter again. <laughs> Principal Daryl Walter. Next up is Angus Pendergrass, who I understand has tried to win the quiz bowl every year but can never get past the first question. Because they're all related to stuff regular people enjoy. And. <laughs> and. And apparently didn't finish that sentence. <laughs> Hopped up on painkillers. <laughs> I don't remember writing this at all. I, I wrote it at work when I was also hopped up on fucking NyQuil. Love it. Hop down. <laughs> really hop up on NyQuil. <laughs> on purple drink. Purple drink. Scissor. 2007. Some lean. I don't even know what that is. Purple drink. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, stuff related to regular people enjoy and uh, announced Principal Walter. Well, yeah, it's not my fault that the less intelligent are obsessed with stupid television programs about titties and dragons. <laughs> I'll take my question now, which I'll definitely get right because I'm obviously the smartest person at this school, <laughs> replied Angus like a real asshole. <laughs> Everyone in the audience began to boo him. And one guy could be heard yelling, Oh shit, is he talking about Game of Thrones? <laughs> Yo, fuck you, Game of Thrones is cool. I'll fucking end you for talking about stuff I like. Jon Snow is my friend, fuck you. <laughs> Principal Walter turned towards the student body. Hey now, that's enough, y'all settle down now, he said, he said impatiently. Alright, now then. Mr. Pendergrass, your first question is, Who was the winning team in Super Bowl Seventeen? <laughs> Students in the audience began to laugh. There was no fucking way this little nerd was was going to get this one. He couldn't even get the regular nerd Star trek questions right. So sports was like his double weakness. <laughs> However, Angus's expression went blank, and he answered almost immediately in a strange, monotone voice. The answer is the Washington Redskins. <laughs> is he Cartman? I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> when you do that every episode. <laughs> what is he? <laughs> Was it Cartman? 
<laughs> Angus shook his head confused and then grinned as the principal responded, "That, uh, That's actually right. <laughs> Everyone interrupted in a collective chorus of, What the fuck? Which crossfaded into the beginning of ACDC's TNT. <laughs> we have another montage, baby. <laughs> Sending us into the... Which translates so hold on. podcast. <laughs> Sending us into the... Everything's going really well because we trained earlier. Second <laughs> montage. <laughs> Angus seemingly could not be stopped as the truth... It's a sports movie. It's two <laughs> no, 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 Angus seemingly could not be stopped as the truth serum ensured that he... <laughs> that he answered every single question correctly and monotonously. <laughs> Animorphs, Dale the fucking Hopo Sapien, Jake from State Farm. <laughs> Angus was on fire. <laughs> he could not get a question wrong. Literally, it was almost as obnoxious as everything else about him. <laughs> Eventually, Angus was one of only two contestants still on the stage. All he needed was that for that other kid, w- w- William, I think. I don't know, to get a question wrong and then, and then for himself to get that same question right and he would finally get what he deserved. Uh, Jamie Lannister guessed H- Howard for his final <laughs> question. Now, son, I'm afraid that's incorrect, replied Principal Walter slowly. That was slow enough. Whatever the <laughs> hell that kid's name is sadly walked off the stage leaving Angus as the final contestant. contestant. Suddenly, in the middle of the stage where... Jeremy had stood <laughs> a swirling vortex. Oh God! A swirling vortex of green and blue grew and opened up into a magical portal. Nice. Everyone gasped as an old man stepped out of the portal. He was dressed in purple robes and a purple pointed hat, both patterned with gold stars. His hair was long and gray, as was his beard, and he carried a large wooden staff. The old man looked around, puzzled. Before his expression changed to incredulous anger. Wizard, damn it! yelled the old man as he turned and walked back into the portal, which closed behind him. Several minutes passed before Principal spoke again. Well, anyway, Angus, the question goes to you. Wait. <laughs> Why did he say wizard, damn it? Wizard, damn it! Portal man, wizard portal. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm going with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, Angus, the question goes to you. In the television series Game of Thrones, which male character is definitely the best at sex? <laughs> A hush fell over the crowd <laughs> as Angus stepped up to the microphone and answered in his robot-like voice. The undisputed sexual king of Westeros is Padraig Payne. <laughs> Silence followed this answer. The kid with the dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Silence followed this answer as the anticipation mounted. Students started Principal Walter <laughs> as the vice principal began waving a checkered flag. I pers- <laughs> <laughs> I present the new Smallville Town High School Quiz Bowl champion, Angus Pendergrass. <laughs> Everyone started to cheer, and that one guy from before yelled, I knew it! I knew nobody here could hate Game of Thrones! We did it, John! (laughs) Angus put on a baseball cap, pulled out a two-liter Coke, shook it up, and sprayed it all over victoriously. (laughs) That's another race reference. Uh, Okay, you got that one? No, I'm on board with it now. (laughs) Woo! Yeah, yeah. I love some two-liter Coke. That's all you had. Somebody has a baseball cap. Sponsored. <laughs> the, ca- the camera freeze frames on Angus's. The camera freeze frames on Angus's celebration, and the screen fades to black. Then the words five weeks later fade up. Oh boy. Angus's status at the school had not changed. It turns out that winning the quiz bowl did not have the desired effect of having everyone notice and love him. He wasn't quite sure what the problem was. But he had a feeling it might be something to do with him being a fucking dick all the time. <laughs> but he couldn't be certain. Not since the truth sim wore off. Angus had tried asking for help again, but he hadn't seen Bumsley since the first night they met. This is bullshit. That's not that's his fucking other voice. This is bullshit, said Angus as he stood in the hall close enough. Stood in the hall trying to unlock his locker. Another thing he sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that dumb angel didn't guardian me at all. He began to feel lightheaded as he finally finished with the lock 
And as he opened up the door to his locker, he started to fall backwards and blacked out. Angus woke up suddenly in a hospital bed. He looked to his right and saw out the window that it was sometime at night. He looked to the left and saw a familiar face sitting in the chair next to his. Bumsley? He explained, confused. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Why am I in the hospital and why are you here? Did you come to fix your screw up? What with me not being super cool and popular and loved? Angus's <laughs> <laughs> guardian angel looked at him with an annoyed expression. My dear boy, he started. I don't think you understand the point of the whole guardian angel experience. We're supposed to help you find the better person inside yourself. Not just give you shit you think you want. Angus gasped. So you're saying that the truth serum didn't actually do anything. And I figured out all the quizable answers on my old? Own because I studied crazy hard? And because I'm super smart? Who no way, kid. It's like I said, that shit works like crazy. <laughs> you were supposed to learn a lesson about studying and not cheating by not taking the serum. But I figured you were too big of an asshole for that. So if you're willing to listen, I'll go ahead and let you in on the secret of the truth serum you were too impatient to listen to last time, as well as the secret of why you're in this place, said Bumsley. Angus nodded his head, curious to learn how to exploit this secret. You know, like an asshole. <laughs> The kid's an asshole. Yeah, yeah. The real magic of the truth serum is magic. Angus looked confused. Magic Johnson, that is. Okay. Continued Bumsley. You drank a concentrated vial of Magic Johnson's blood. Okay. And the real truth of the serum is that you have AIDS now. <laughs> okay, bye. Explained Bumsley as he ascended slowly back into the heavens. As he ascended slowly back into the heavens. Suge Knight says, what's up? The end. <laughs> I don't know if you got that last joke. No, I just... Suge Knight, there's a conspiracy theory, because Easy e from NWA died of AIDS. There's a conspiracy theory that Suge Knight gave Dude. Easy es AIDS. <laughs> so he gave Angus AIDS. Suge Knight gave Angus AIDS through bumps. That's the joke. <laughs> If anybody ever gets AIDS, it's Suge Knight. <laughs> it's all it should be. Hey, we're back. Then we're back. <laughs> from, from that. Uh, great story, Pickle. Thank you. Today. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. I, I feel real good about what we did here today. We made, um, this is episode two. This is episode two. And we've made Hitler and AIDS jokes. Oh, yeah. Um, you were talking about, uh, learning what things are inappropriate or something earlier. Right. I'm like, oh, I'm breaking that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a uh, little did you know. <laughs> little did you know. Um, Hitler and AIDS. We, we went real, real fast. I got a Jake quick. from State Farm reference in there. You did. I'm proud of that. You did. You did. I got to use some 1920 slang. In you my did. Head. You did real good with that. I was I real, enjoy, I real proud that. of that. So, uh, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna level with you guys mm-hmm. here. It's been a while since we recorded. Mm-hmm. We decided that we would go ahead and roll our stuff up, not on the podcast. We'll go ahead and tell you guys what's coming up next yep. on the next episode. Uh, so we rolled. We we both picked a topic. Yes. We did still randomize the genre, mm-hmm. but it was just over over uh, Slack chat. Yes. Um. Um. What what, what did we? So doing? my topic. For the next episode is uh, door-to-door salesman. Mm. And Adam, your topic? My, my topic was cults. Yeah. <laughs> As in, like, so- sociology, Scientology. <laughs> oh, I learned, about, I learned about a new cult uh, this week. I want to tell you about Thomas? No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> that stuff's real. Okay. Uh, no, it's, um, I meant to bring, I meant to bring their book. I got their book. But we'll talk about that okay. later. All right. Uh, but anyway, so so door to door salesman cults. Yeah. And our genres that we ra- we did randomly roll. Yeah. What did you honor you system? Did? I had a political drama. Political drama, political thriller, and I had a horror. You had horror. 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 I can't say that word. I can't horror. say cults or horror. So That's both of the same things I did. Well, I'm, I didn't say either of those things. <laughs> Not my story. Oh, I guess so. I mean, it's heavily implied that it's right. horror. Right. Anyway, um, so so Pickles working on finishing his story, and I'm I'm I've gotten mine done. So whenever we get those done, we're gonna 
get another episode mm. put out, and then we will roll up our next stuff from there. But uh, CC. I'm feeling per- feeling pretty good. Pretty pretty excited about it. We're I, great at this. I've got. I mean, we're we're, pros. we're probably the best. We're probably the best. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Did I say it on the podcast? Or did I just tell you. Hopefully, episode one is saved. My computer fucking crashed. Yes, I'm using a different computer to record. So, uh, hopefully, the we'll almost know. completely done and edited episode one is salvageable, and I can put it up so we can listen to it all as friends. That would be good. If not, we're just gonna read our stories deadpan, <laughs> one at a time, into the mic. Right. And that's, just do laugh tracks. And that's we'll do laugh pro- tracks. And that, yeah, that, that's my promise to you, listeners. <laughs> Mom, my mom's not listening. No. Um, yeah. Up. Just so you know, guys, if you, if we don't get it salvaged, we did it. Oh man, it was a hilarious. It was the best. We started talking about water, drinking water out of the hose. Oh, it's beautiful. We did. <laughs> That's where we started. Yeah. Anyway, hopefully you'll get to listen to it. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I think that wraps up this this episode. Episode two. Episode two of narratives to confuse. That's not really. It. We're gonna have music. <laughs> 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 Fucking bye. <laughs> <laughs>